2: Welcome to Freshly New, back again for episode three, or TR, whoops, yeah, I'm going to put in the labels and whatnot, I'm Sturgis. Um, For those that have not listened to the other shows, because they need to start doing a mini intro of sorts, I bring on a guest, we talk about something, it could be about games, about anything really, but um, I'm trying to bring on people that either have been on before or someone new, in this case I brought on... Oh, Capella. Hi Bella, <laughs> you've been on this. Hi.
0: before. <laughs> I have been on this before. I'm sorry, I was low on health. I'm like I said or I mentioned earlier before you started recording. I'm in the middle of a Overwatch match and you know trying to defend and talk and think at the same time. <laughs> so.
2: Oh no, it, it's completely super fine.
0: professional.
2: <laughs> hey, I'm sitting here playing Monster Hunter, so it's completely a-okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I played Monster Hunter once.
2: You um, played a monster Hunter, you say
0: a, I played a monster hunter once, and oh, well, I don't know are you still in the middle of the introduction i mean i I could go off on this in a second
2: oh well, mainly uh seeing how this is technically a new show, people might not know who you are. would you oh, like right. to give a a brief description of yourself
0: <laughs> yeah, sure uh i I don't know. I'm, I guess, a quintessential millennium, millennial. Is that what they're called? (laughs) Uh, Okay. I guess. I mean, that's probably one of the best things I could, like, it's weird because I love video games. I play it all the time, but I don't stream. I I don't have a regular Twitch I watch. You know, I'm hardcore Call of Duty, but that's not all I play. And I'm obviously like really into Overwatch right now too, but it's like I play recreationally, but I still go to the conventions, you know, and I just work my butt off at my day job and game whenever what, what do I can.
2: You, what do you do for a living?
0: I'm a senior analyst at a private mortgage
2: firm. <laughs> Oh, God, that's just stumped everyone who's been on. Just makes it sound more professional. (laughs) Okay,
0: so essentially, I listen to podcasts for eight hours while I fix people's work.
2: Oh. Yeah. So you don't do anything.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I'm a professional copy and paster. Like, that's what I like to say, because there's a lot of information that I need to fix on people's work, because that's what I do. I'm QC. I fix people's work and for those that don't know
2: quality control right
0: yeah (laughs) yeah i mean that's pretty basic i feel but yes i fix people's work and a lot of the times the stuff that they need that they're typing incorrectly i just have a spreadsheet that i copy and replace what they wrote
2: so you don't do shit
0: i (laughs) i i have marathoned about three podcasts this past week and a half it's been pretty great uh
2: no, that just this? sounds like when, I, when I'm when i at work myself and I don't have a class and I go ahead and, like, when I'm working on stuff just by myself, I'm usually just going ahead and listening yeah. to podcasts and just doing work. So, so, yeah, no, I get what you mean.
0: So, it's kind of interesting because growing up, right, one of the things that people ask all the time, what are you going to be when you grow up? What are you going to do when you grow up? Like, Still right? Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, something that I read that really made me feel at ease at what I do because, my ma- like my degree is in biological anthropology. That has nothing to do with mortgages.
2: I mean, in a backwards way, it could. <laughs> I mean, I
0: suppose so if I want to do research on it. But I do less work now than I did to get my degree. And Jesus. I'm getting paid a lot more. Um, but something that I read that just really comforted me in an odd way is that We've all known this, just not a lot of people say it. Your job doesn't define you. No. Right? But that's the thing. Growing up, that's like, oh, I'm going to do this because I'm going to do this when I'm older. I'm going to do this when I'm bigger. I'm going to do this for money. Right? But the thing is, I am so happy with my current job. I get paid really well. Can we curse on this?
2: No, it's explicit. Look, oh, I can actually say this now. So the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher. Spotify, tune in. Uh, you can find it everywhere. And it's listed as explicit. So say whatever the hell you want.
0: Oh, okay. Um, I really like my fucking job. It <laughs> is so. It pays really fucking well. Like, stupid well. You know? Okay. Like, I see people who are busting their ass and don't get paid half the amount that I do. And it just, it messes me up. I feel like I'm in some weird alternate universe where I'm like, why am I getting paid so much to do nothing? And to top it off, I have unlimited overtime. Oh. So I could pop in four hours. The glory of this. Yeah. The pop in four hours on the Sunday, two hours every day after my shift, if I want to at night in my pajamas, you know, cause I could take it home. So I'm listening to podcasts, watching Hulu, watching Netflix on a tablet while I'm making time and a half, right? So
2: what's the qualifications you need to work there?
0: (laughs) See, and that's the thing. I got lucky. Um... An ex-boyfriend's friend helped me find this job. And while I was in this job, I was like, all right, I'm getting paid okay, because this was before pay raises. I'm getting paid okay. I'm going to use this as a time to get more certifications and look for a career, right? Makes sense. So, I use this job to pay for my crime scene investigator certification.
2: Yeah, I was I, wondering because last time we have talked, you know, one-on-one like with this, right, you were working yeah. on that.
0: Exactly. I'm fucking good at that. I am <laughs> good at figuring out what the fuck happened. I'm... Really fucking good at fingerprints. Like that's that was my goal. So I got gotcha. my CSI certification and I got my that
2: sounds made up. i just letting you know <laughs>
0: it sounds super made up. And I got my uh, latent print certification and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do fingerprints and it's literally back breaking work because you're hunched over counting lines on somebody's fingerprint that you found on a can in the gutter. <laughs> at the crime scene like it is ridiculous and if you fuck up once you're blacklisted
2: because well, that would no, make sense because right
0: no two yeah. fingerprints are alike. you say it's this one person that's not the person you're fucked so
2: that was totally the job
0: that. I, Yeah, that's the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the job i wanted monday through friday like in you know, the morning you go to court you testify whatever and i was doing amazing that i was getting i got all my certifications i went to conferences i went to crime scene conferences I was one of the runners for the latent print job in Miami. The same the same uh, I guess you would say the same department that Dexter worked for. Okay. In the show. It's the same police department equivalent uh, to what Dexter worked for. So I worked on that. Right. And that was a six month ordeal applying. Hmm. And uh, Another – there's so many politics that go into being a brains in an investigative world that it doesn't pay for it, though. So an example would be in order for me to work up, I would need to do – a good doorway would be 911 dispatch,
2: right? You know, the, the, the soul-sucking job of the industry,
0: Right. <laughs> However, so – In Tampa, if the listeners don't know, we're in Tampa. In Tampa, we have uh, essentially two uh, police departments. There's Tampa PD Mm -hmm. and there's the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. There's two big ones. And for TPD, Tampa Police Department, you are a dispatcher. So you are in charge of a list of cops and you tell them where they're going and you tell them what they're going to. So... And they're walkie-talkies, right? Yeah. And you have a headset, monitors, headset with paddles on the ground because you're constantly typing. And every single cop, let's say you're in charge of 10 cops, can hear you. And you have to make sure you're calling out the right cop and telling them the right place to go and that you know your because directions. if you don't
2: do it correctly, well... <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. Well, so here's, the, here's, a, here's a good example. The interview process to get in to work for TPD as a 911 dispatch is you apply. Okay, let's just say we start in mm-hmm. January 1st. You apply January 1st. They set you up with a test. This test is like a video game. So, no sweat, wasn't worried about it. Sounds really like excited for it. it. <laughs> so, really exciting. So, you go downtown, you go into this room, there's about 15 to 20 computers. And they start yeah. the test. In the middle of the test, if you are falling behind or if your scores aren't up to par where they should be at that time of the test, a pop-up will come up and say, Basically, you failed. You are done with, yeah, you're done with the test. Go see oh, the moderator. Shit. So as you're doing this test, you're wearing a headphones and you hear one by one somebody backing out of their seat. Going to the moderator. Because they suck. Okay. Because <laughs> they suck. So uh, I found my score on this. I got a 97. And I was one out of only two people who finished and passed the test. Okay. No, you know what? I'm one of two people who finished a test because I don't even know if that girl oh passed
2: it. But she finished. So it, based on the, the, she the finished uh, it. criteria, and whatnot. Yeah, exactly.
0: Damn. Exactly. So then what happens is two weeks later, they're like, you are welcome to an orientation. You go to the orientation and there's about 50 people in the room and they tell you what the job is. They essentially give you a million opportunities to back the fuck out before they hire you. So two weeks later, they're like, all right, uh, this is an orientation. This is what you're going to have to do in the job. They're like, cool, great. So is this my orientation? They're like, actually, no, there's more. Then they set you up for an appointment where you shadow a 911 operator then you shadow a dispatcher back to back an hour each so I come back in I don't know two three weeks later and I sit with 911 and I hear 911 calls coming in and essentially that person is gauging me they're gauging my reactions they're seeing how I'm reacting to the calls coming in you know they can't screen these calls and you know It's also you, if you're still interested in doing this kind of work. Then you go to dispatch. And uh, one of the four monitors is actually the camera that's underneath the helicopters that fly overhead. (laughs) (laughs) And so one of – this was probably my favorite part of the test, that computer test, is directions. Because you're looking at a car, and they're saying, all right, go three blocks east, one block north, take a left, take three rights. Go north one time. What intersection okay. are you at?
2: Just making sure that you understand, so, how to, like map out an area properly,
0: right? Because there can right because if you go right it's, on the screen, you're actually going east. If you're looking at the screen directions, but if your car is facing south and you go right, you're actually going west. So they want to make you sure know where you are and what you're doing. Know, yes, and that was confusing, but probably the most fun part <laughs> for me. And then after they shadow you. Or after you shadow these positions, you go to the front desk and they say, "Are you still interested?"
2: <laughs> Giving you every out. You and then turn you, in. S-
0: <laughs> yes. And actually, I overheard a lot of people saying, "No, I'm, this isn't for me. This isn't for me. This isn't for me." All right, cool. And they're like, "What about you?" I'm like, "I'm good. <laughs> this Let's is do awesome. this." <laughs> yeah, this is gr- this is fucking great. Are you kidding me? So, one month later, it's my interview, face to face interview, a panel of three people. And including the, um, the main district sheriff or whatever the fuck. And it is an intense interview. It's you listen to a 911 call with a piece of paper face down. They tell you to flip it over and you have to recall all the information. And then you also have to what other questions could you have asked? Then there was this other test, you know, it's different each person, so I'm not giving out any secrets, but they give me a deck of cards, and they're like, all right, talk about yourself, don't pause, don't hesitate, essentially, and uh, divide the cards into their uh, suits. So I'm talking, and also, like, essentially... Yeah, no, they're just just making sure that you're
2: able to do that without actually breaking concentration.
0: Exactly. And then... uh, so then they're like, well, how'd you feel about Dispatch? I'm like, I felt like I was in Ender's game. Let's do this. Like, and they fucking loved me. Like, they were laughing throughout my whole interview. They're like, this sounds like a great thing. I'm like, I think it, it sounds like a great thing to me, too. Mind you, it's been like two and a half, three mm-hmm. months now for, from when oh, I first Jesus. applied. Right. So now they give me a 15-page background packet. This 15-page background packet has me listing all my neighbors, their addresses, their phone numbers, my past email addresses. Yeah, even the AOL Ugh, ones. Gross. I had, jo- <laughs> I had Jolly Green Poop as one of my You know, emails. we
2: all make sad decisions in our lives. So it's okay.
0: Yeah, well, that was a great <laughs> decision. Um, then, you know, all your addresses the past 10 years, all of this, all of this, blah, 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 whatever. And some of the questions are tricky.
2: Well, obviously, right? especially when I'm it comes not gonna... to like doing any type of job interview, they want to make sure that you're not insane. You may do great in interviews. Yeah. You might be fine. But secretly, you're like, oh, yeah, I like yeah. to lock people in boxes. It's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there's this one question that was actually really confusing. So then after I filled out that packet, went to drop it off, and every single person who fills that out, they get assigned a personal investigator. <laughs> Or a private investigator, sorry. Of course, because
2: I have to make sure you're so not I a ha- crazy person.
0: Right. So I had a private investigator start on my packet. And okay, so after a private investigator is a polygraph test. Okay. <laughs> so this takes, I know, this takes about four to six months. Okay.
2: That's too much, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> so something happened in my background test. It's stupid. Like, legitimately stupid with how good I would be at that mm-hmm. job. They should have still hired me because they're like, "Oh, that was a miscommunication and it happens often." And uh, so the private investigator calls me and goes, uh, there's a issue with your background and um, you are on probation for the next year
2: before oh, applying Jesus. again." When it's already been like 3 I'm months like, or what four months you said? Yeah. Mhm.
0: And I would be taking a pay cut to get this oh. job. So that job. Starts. Around 12 an hour. You are mandatory. Third shift. For a couple. months. Well, yeah I mean. with on, <laughs> Yeah with on. With on call. Uh, that weekends. makes sense
2: that the newbies. Get the shitty shift.
0: <laughs> right well because it's slower. That makes sense. But I would also be getting like what. Four five dollar pay cut, and their max pay ever for that position is still under my current pay at my lowest pay of that job. Damn. I was currently paid. so that is one of the reasons I'm not uh, CSI's in Florida right. are the lowest paid ones in the nation.
2: Damn.
0: Um, people glorify it on TV. You, there's people you in don't, suits, you don't there's say. all How these many people... versions of CSI is on TV? Right. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying, but like, I feel like people think it's a dumbed down version of what they see on TV. No, it's not even close. As a CSI in Florida, you, you by yourself are showing up at a crime scene by yourself unarmed because they are not vested here in Florida. So you are going to a crime scene by yourself in the middle of the night and you can't switch on any lights. That's one of the that's a crime scene etiquette because you need to leave the crime scene as is. So you are using flashlights and flashes of your camera to take your photos.
2: So you basically have the chance to die on any scene.
0: <laughs> in Florida, yes. In Georgia, you could be a vested CSI so you can carry a gun. But that is that's dwindling and the thing is a lot of the times you're fighting with the cops because people think they're one in the same you know csis and cops no a csi will get there and a cop would have moved something and you're like no what the fuck are you doing bro i need to take these (laughs) pictures i i need to sketch this i need to take pictures of all these things and you moved it you fucking moved it you know and uh so and that's that's the job like a CSI is on call all the time um latent print examiner you're on call all the time and they are making significantly less than 30k a year
2: Ugh. I'm happy to say I, I maybe I make more than that damn <laughs> yeah
0: and that's you know you get hazard pay i guess in case uh, the blood that you're stepping in <laughs> is contaminated with something,
2: you know? Well, I mean, from my understanding, what I've always been told is not to just touch random blood that you find.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, you're not touching it on purpose. You might have, I don't know, you're taking photos. You're fingerprinting things. Like, a lot of fingerprints are in blood. (sighs) So, essentially, if you need help, (laughs) like, hiding a body, I'm your person, because nobody would suspect somebody who works in mortgages.
2: Of course not, because go figure you have a you know you have all your you practically have all your certifications to find a dead body but no one ever asked them to hide a dead body
0: (laughs) right well another thing too is because of all the training that i put on myself because i wanted Mm. to be ahead of the game i'm actually overqualified for a lot of the opening positions and i've never had Actual experience
2: that is stupid. <laughs> so, I'll go.
0: So, there's conferences, right? Like crime scene certificate, like whatever. There's crime scene conferences. I'll take classes. These conferences are expensive.
2: Whoa.
0: The hotels are yeah, expensive. You crime scene conferences.
2: Like, okay, like, what happens at a quote unquote oh, sure, crime sure, sure, sure. conference? Do you get swag bags? Okay,
0: so, uh, <laughs> you absolutely do. And they are the coolest fucking swag bags ever. Uh, So, okay. So, one of the ones that I go to, which was one of my favorite, is the IAI, the International uh, Association of Identification. So, it's international. uh, They have divisions all over the world. And these are not cops, not necessarily. These are your fingerprint certifications, your, uh, I'm sorry, your fingerprint um, investigators, your crime scene investigators, uh, whatever. Okay. Right? So, I take classes there sometimes for additional certifications. Usually, if you work for a police department, you go, Hey, can I go to this thing? They're like, Sure, let's pay for your hotel, let's pay for your gas, let's Let me pay, for so
2: you pay for this out of your pocket.
0: I have always paid for everything out of pocket because I wanted to be ahead. So when we go, Saying our name for our icebreaker in every class, they say, Hey, my name's John Smith. I represent TPD. Hey, my name's whatever. I represent Tallahassee PD. I represent whatever, blah, blah, blah. And um, I stand up and say, Hey, I'm Capella and
2: I represent me. I'm essentially a free agent. <laughs> <I> represent me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a free agent. And that usually gets everybody because they're like, We would never pay for this shit, <laughs> <thing." laughs> you know? And um, they're like, so why are you here? And I'm like, "Uh, to be ahead. Like, I will literally know what the person next to me knows. And I don't even have a job yet. So it's like a lot of people scouted Mm me, right? And a lot of, uh, it's a great place to find jobs, great networking. Uh, So this conference, it's three days. There's an expo hall. The expo hall Is a CSI person's dream. Like even a fan.
2: Oh my god, I'm Uh, sorry. Just hearing that they have I mean when I hear conventions or, you know, basically expos, I get it. I know what they are. But when I when you think when you don't really think I'll put the two and two together where it goes, hey, even if it's not game-related or nerd-related, yes, people still have these conventions. They have an expo hall. I'm like, oh god damn it.
0: (laughs) They are the best expo halls. And then they'll also have well, when you sign in, usually there's a huge sponsor. So I got an attaché one year <gasps> that was sponsored. So it had, you know, a notebook in their pen, like all this one stuff. The other one was like a huge bag and it's filled with stuff. There's like we'll a finder and there. all this other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. So like one of the tables, uh, it's, what the heck was it called? Forensic something or other. But they essentially sell Gloves. It sounds crazy. So they sell gloves, the kind of booties that you're going to put over your shoes when you're in a crime scene. They have hazmat suits. They have catalogs for body bags. <laughs> uh, they have. Uh, our body bags, our body bag full collection. <laughs> yeah, exact. Yes. There are at, like, I get the IAI magazine and there is a catalog in the back. So you could purchase what body bags you want for your department.
2: I, Okay.
0: And they also have rulers, measuring tapes, dusters, like different brushes for dusting, different powders for dusting. Um, They also have light. Uh, That sounds weird. There's this uh, different light waves will show different fingerprints. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. So depending on... Right, so different, depending on the color that the fingerprint's on, the, whatever material the print is left in, if it's left in blood, if it's left in sweat, and you know, all this other stuff, um, different colors will show. Uh, they'll have that that light beam, laser, X-ray thing there. They'll have this cool film that just looks like uh, like glossy black paper. But if there's any footprint left that you unnoticeable to the eye. You powder that footprint up, you press this on, and then it, uh, it scans it with in depth uh, a shoe print depth on your monitor. What? It's like <laughs> great, it's crazy tech. Um, so, one of the things that you have to do as a CSI, especially if your department doesn't have a lot of money, is sketch the room. You literally, you know, if you're in the dark, you got your flashlight. This walls ten feet. This walls fifteen, and then you draw a couch. You do. You are, you are a sketch artist, a photographer, a fingerprint. You have to do everything uh, yourself. in that Lifter, regard. you do everything yourself. Mm-hmm. So no matter how long it takes, there is no time limit. If it needs you to, if you need to take three days and you need a break after twelve hours, you ask for a cop to back up, watch the crime scene, and then you do it. And I was just badass <laughs> so there's like all these just really fun things that you can get one of them's a trick bag because you have to have a sixth sense of humor to be a CSI. you don't say
2: <laughs>
0: yeah so one of them's a, one of them's a bag i have it's a brown bag with like fake blood spilling out of it they're like look at this gag bag that we gave you for free <laughs> and
2: look i'm sorry like, but if some, it's a if lot I was of a cop your your silly ass comes to my goddamn crime scene with a goddamn blade bag, going yuck yuck yuck! I'm gonna go check the crime scene until you <laughs> to fucking leave.
0: I think it's it's one of the ones that you like leave around. So I got like free like hazard stickers like this and that, and like stuff that you could buy for your department yeah. really. Um, and they, of course, they have the typical convention stuff. I got like lip gloss from like. You know, a chapstick from a forensic
2: thing. How many thing. lanyards I got did you get? Free shirts. <laughs>
0: uh, I didn't get any. I got wait, no, yeah, I didn't get any lanyards. That's impressive. I know. Especially when you say convention, I didn't get any. <laughs> but sometimes, like in the expo hall itself, they're like, "Oh, it's wine and cheese hour," so they'll literally have just like wine and cheese all there.
2: Well, I mean, when you're there. like part... there that makes sense. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> I Here guess. Too.
2: Hey, let me go but to like, a Penny Arcade Expo and deal with children. You can't just have alcohol laying around.
0: It's true. That's true. But um, that's where I got my magnifying glass that I need to zoom into my fingerprints. And you get this thing. It looks like a needle. It's super pointy. And you put the fingerprint under this ginormous magnifying glass. And you are, with that needle, counting the lines. What? And counting. Yeah. And counting points of interest in a fingerprint. Um, where the line splits, okay. where it swirls. Like, Basically trying to make sure and, you can you know, uh, make a
2: unique identifier for that one print.
0: Right. And exactly. And that's how every print is made. So you see on a TV, there's like that computer that's like, Doo, do, 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 do. we found a match, <laughs> yeah, right? There is actually a machine like that, except it doesn't find the exact match. It gives you about six to ten. And then you have to manually.
2: Well, that makes you know figure it out especially yeah so it's close enough we haven't really probably trained it that much to actually pinpoint it right
0: right and you know maybe the fingerprint that was taken wasn't that great maybe the criminal who came in uh was fussing (laughs) with the person taking your fingerprint fucking smudged it a bit um didn't take the whole print like maybe the print that was left was on the side of the finger and the main print on the sheet that you're matching it up the whole finger it's hard Oh. So yeah And um, you could also identify your palm Everything in your palm Is identifiable and that's a lot harder Obviously Because there's so many fucking lines <laughs> And you're trying to figure out <laughs> You're trying to figure out if it's your hand Or some guy's foot Like a uh, famous robbery was a guy who came in barefoot So he couldn't trace his uh, Shoe size or whatever But he stepped on the porcelain part Of the tank on a toilet his way in from the window, so they identified him with his feet. Dumbass. <laughs> there's so many, there's so many things and I always, it is crazy because everybody does this, whether you're a good person or a bad person, you're like, how the fuck would I get away with this particular murder? And knowing what I know now, I'm like, God, I keep catching myself. I'm like, nah, I'd get caught doing that. Nope, I can't do that either. Nah, no, I can't do this that This is either.
2: why you wear shower but caps I feel like on I'd have your a... feet and your hands. <laughs>
0: and that's crazy because they could still figure that out (laughs) but uh yeah so i went to conventions i went to seminars all over the state like blood spatter examination blood spatter photography crime scene photography like all these fun things so um after all that training that i fully paid for out of my own pocket i still They're like, wow, you have so much experience, but you don't have experience. I'm like, yeah. So give a girl a fucking bone here. And they're like, nope. (laughs) I'm like, all right, well, fuck you too. And I, and this is, you know, back to the original point, I now have work life balance. So talking to Jordan, best friend, partner Mm -hmm. in crime, he, We'll go out during the holidays. You know, we'll have a three-day weekend, and we'll do something on Halloween. We'll do something on fucking Labor Day, and be like, you know what? If I ha- if I got that nine-one-one dispatch,
2: you job, wouldn't be able to do any of that.
0: I would have no holidays. I would have no holidays because those are your busiest times. I'd have no nights. I would have no holidays, and that is a job of passion, and I love crime scene i love latent prince i love all the science behind it and i'm fucking good at it but sometimes like when you grow up you take a step back and realize that that's not always the goal is having a badass job? no
2: well for some folks it does and it works out perfectly for them absolutely absolutely and There's also that matter of, like, when you really dig down into it, you have to make sure you do what makes not only yourself happy, but your situation work.
0: Right. Right. And that's where that whole work-life balance comes because, you know, for a while, when I couldn't find a CSI job, I'm looking at my current job like, damn it, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but then things kept looking up. Like, my company got bought out. Uh, which was an automatic pay raise because the company that bought us is paying
2: more. Yeah, we, um, so, uh, catch you up a little bit. My company. Yeah, I got know bought, your company got bought out. Yeah, we got bought out, but we're getting bought out again, actually. Wow, okay. And based off of, uh, well, you know, everyone does it on Glassdoor and such. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. My job technically pays more, but I'm hoping they don't do what we think they're going to do, which is they bought us for our policies, which would suck.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
2: Because if they bought us, for, bought us for our policies and our, our basically operating model, then they're basically going to pay us the same, which I'm like, ah.
0: <laughs> right. As long as they don't pay less.
2: Yeah, no. As long as they keep me the same, I'm cool. Yeah. But if they move me up, I'm not going to complain. <laughs>
0: yeah. As long as they keep adding benefits. Because the company that bought my small my small company was just a local Tampa company. Yeah. And the one that bought us out was in, is a national company where everybody worked remote. Actually, everybody worked from home. So Tampa is their first actual office. And the cool thing about that is that they were buying more and more companies after us. Yeah. Including a company in Denver, Colorado. Nice. Meaning that's why I was in Colorado for a month for (laughs) quote unquote free vacation is that I just worked in that office. That makes sense because they're not losing any business with me going over there. So I didn't use any PTO. Um, you know, I paid for my I paid for an Airbnb for a month and I drove up there and had a hell of a workcation.
2: No, um, I yeah, we um we went from like semi semi like small fish big big pond to mm-hmm. medium-sized fish big pond. To we are now part of a Fortune 500 company.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. That's it's, insane.
2: Yeah. So this entire time, like, well, as long as you change maybe like our timekeeping system and pay me more, I'll be, I'll be, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> True. True.
0: Well, are are you working 40 hours a week? Or are you? Yeah, I'm guaranteed
2: 40 and everything like that.
0: So you're guaranteed 40. You are a new dad or newish dad. He's yep a yearish, right?
2: He is. He's 15 months currently.
0: Oh God! That year and two months.
2: No, three yeah, months. I, no. I I only say that because most mostly everyone does that. But I'm like, no, he's a, a year and two months. Yes, or sorry, yes. He's a year and three months now. He's a year and three months. He's actually 16 months. So yeah. Which
0: is kind of funny because this year I call it my baby tour year. Oh God! Two years ago I went to a million weddings. And all of my PTO, all my vacation, literally weddings. I went to, like, what, four or five weddings that year? (sighs) And this year, it's meeting everybody's babies. So I've driven to Atlanta. I met uh, my friend in Colorado. Last time I was in Colorado was for her wedding. She (sighs) has a baby now. And her maid of honor also has a baby now. And we just found out she's pregnant again. I just had a friend who had her baby's third birthday yesterday. Ekaterina, right? Yeah. And uh, she also has twin boys. Too many so, kids. So three kids, three and under.
2: Too many and, kids. <laughs> too many kids. <laughs>
0: yeah. And it's it's baby tour. I just got a text actually right before we started recording of a friend that said, hey, we need you to meet our baby. Could you come over this weekend? Oh, God. <laughs> like, yeah, all right. And um, my gift to them was shipped you know grocery delivery
2: very nice
0: yeah yeah i feel like
2: that's more helpful than a toy oh no it's funny cuz a lot of folks are like oh uh, example yesterday I went to let's see yesterday or friday one of the days I went to we have a local donut shop around here and i went there and my mm-hmm. son i'm holding him he's wearing a pink onesie cuz it says tough boys wear pink and i'm like whatever and well, that's sweet. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> that's fucking sweet.
2: So the people, with the staff are like, "Oh, hey, you know, they they know who I am. We've been in there enough." But um this older gentleman's next to me. He's like, "Oh, are you gonna get a donut for her?" And I'm like, "No." He's only a year year old. He doesn't need donuts yet. and She's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I'm like, "No, it's okay." He's he's one. He doesn't need a donut. He's like, "Well, so when he's 2 I'm like, mm. <laughs> this kid doesn't eat donuts.
0: <laughs> you're childless, aren't you, sir?
2: <laughs> I'm like, you're an old man. How have you got this far? You you don't give donuts to small children.
0: <laughs> I'm sure they smoked when he was younger, too. Oh God! Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, smoking is good for them.
2: <laughs> Here, Johnny. Here's a here's a pack of Marlboros. Go, <laughs> go play outside.
0: Yeah, here's some Reds.
2: One um, hundreds. <laughs> you have to do red one hundreds, or you're not doing it right. <laughs>
0: So, no donut for Fox?
2: No. He, I mean, honestly, I let him try. I let him bite it, but he instantly gets mad. Like, I gave him a Rice Krispie Treat, and the kid started screaming. So, I'm like, no.
0: <laughs> Man, I wish I would scream when somebody gives me a Rice Krispie Treat because uh, food. food. I'm, I'm in the middle of revamping my workout program. Okay. Um, I was doing really well. I was doing really, really well this past year. I lost over 60 plus pounds. Hot diggity and damn. Then, Good job. I know. Look at me go doing things. And I then I gained to... a lot of yeah. it back.
2: Oh, no. I'm right there with you. So, since last year, obviously, because I admit to being in tandem with the uh, better half, uh, her being pregnant last year. And then, of course, me. Yeah, of course. I, I gained weight. I was up to like 250. I'm like, uh I've gone down to 230. 235, 236, but I hover. So right now, last I checked was 241. I'm like, no, no. We're not doing this anymore. We need to go down.
0: Yeah, well, a couple things happened to me back in April. Like, actually, on April 1st, so April Fool's. So I couldn't really tell anybody because it would just be like, no, you're joking. It's April Fool's.
2: I'm like, no. That's cool. It's my birthday. I know how that is. (laughs) Oh,
0: no. Uh, (laughs) So... A couple things happened, gained a bunch of back away the past couple months and I'm back on it now. It's just tough, man. Working yeah. out's tough.
2: Losing weight's I got, tough. I got in a good routine where I was doing not like going to the gym and such, but just, you know, the daily routine of like, Hey, do some push ups, do some crunches, do some uh like squats basic stuff I got in a routine the problem is, is that something happens either I get sick or something or I, I get lazy and then from there I'm just like eh, I don't want to anymore
0: <laughs> no I totally get you I totally get you like t- for me it was this emotional burden that occurred that I'm just mm. like you know fuck this I'm eating that donut after my spaghetti after <laughs> garlic bread after that hamburger with donuts as buns like i mean
2: that's that's how you're supposed to eat those things though oh my god <laughs> it was just
0: it was just horrible like and i could feel myself like i could feel the pants that i was about to donate because they were loose mm-hmm. getting tighter again I'm like no nope, no fuck this and i've never i've never felt that before because i've never lost that much before to be honest like gotcha this was the first time where like the before and after pictures like the before picture wasn't uh oh my god look how small i used to be (laughs)
2: Mm, you know those
0: before pictures where you take it thinking like yeah i'm gonna lose weight and then three months later you're like oh my god i'm smaller in my before picture (laughs) and so this was one of those times where i'm like holy balls like i look different you know it's like holy crap and I i was doing uh 5k a month starting in january
2: you say these K's, I don't understand and I don't. <laughs> you don't need to explain it to me but I don't want to know either
0: <laughs> well I was, yeah, I've been running a 5k every month Ugh, you and... also use the R word <laughs> I know There's. I'm so intrigued with running like I'm fucking fat and like, if there is something about running, I'm like, I want to do it
2: and I'm the complete opposite where if <laughs> I the concept of running, because I've, I've lived with asthma
0: real noom user compensated to provide their story in four weeks the typical noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week individual results may vary
2: all my life i'm like uh i just feel oh, like true. i'm dying mm-hmm. but i admit i've experienced what is known as not runner's high but just like that that motivation of like okay i broke the wall i can keep going i've i've, I've hit it it's nice. yeah but it's... <sighs> starting running, I don't want to initiate it. Why would you actively want to put yourself in that cons- that condition? There's this,
0: th- I, like everything, it starts off with a documentary and you getting woke. So I watched oh. it. <laughs> don't i be that it- person. <laughs> well, I watched a documentary a couple years ago, and I've just, like I said, I've always been intrigued by it because I'm a big girl. Like you know, you've seen me, okay. whatever. I'm a big girl, and there's PE in high school like, fuck kids these days because you can take PE as an online class. Shut the That's fuck not fair. up. That's not fair.
2: They they actually had to get me a doctor's note when I was wearing my back brace. I was, I was, literally, because I, I, <laughs> I got diagnosed with scoliosis. And I had to wear it my first year of high school. I'm just like, look, I don't really want to... Don't make me run around. I have this damn thing on. <laughs> Please don't make do me do this.
0: Remember, do you remember the 12-minute mile? Did
2: you yeah, do that? Uh, I don't... I, I think I did. I was fine. I could do it. See, I couldn't. Like, I, I'm the kid who fucking couldn't do the 12
0: minute mile. And I'm like, I'm going to run. I was a grown adult. And it doesn't, it doesn't translate, but I've, I like it to an extent. Uh, the 12 minute mile, I don't know if everybody knows what that is. No, nope, right?
2: my miles are in 20 minute increments.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. And to top it off, I'm, a, I'm five foot two. My legs look like a cartoon. It's just a blur. (laughs) Like so, like for example, Jordan, uh, he is six foot six two, and we walk together. And uh, there'll be one the very first walk, January first of this year, because that's when I'm like, we're gonna fucking do this. I'm gonna do five k's every month, January first of this year. (laughs) To top it off, it was fifty degrees and it was misting outside, so it was wet. It was just wet outside. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, let's do it. And there's like 30 mile an hour gusts. And we went on the river walk because I'm a genius. So (laughs) we're dripping wet. We are cold. And I'm like, you see to that light post, let's jog there. He's like, okay. We jog literally two steps in. He is six feet in front of me. And I'm like, what just happened? And he ends up getting there. I'm only halfway to the light post. And I'm still jogging my little legs over. And he's like, good job, babe. I'm like, dude, I'm 5'2". This sucks. <laughs> like, this sucks. <laughs> and so, I, yeah, I saw a running documentary a while ago. And that just got me super intrigued. Because it highlighted different kinds of runners. Mm-hmm. And um, you know me. I'm a social yeah, you got, person.
2: You got yeah. your sprinters. You got your long distance runners. You got your yes. marathoners. You, I, I get there's different ones, but... No, but I mean, running uh, is a stupid concept.
0: (laughs) It's so dumb. Well, it was, it was a movie on marathon. So everybody ran running
2: for enjoyment.
0: (laughs) Running for enjoyment. Yeah, no, nobody actually enjoys it because you hate yourself the whole time until you're done, and then you're like, ooh, free beer. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It was a it was a marathon movie where everybody ran the marathon, but it was different kinds of runners. And you know me, I'm social. I -hmm. talk a lot. I like to hang. I like like to chill. Hang with people. But I realized that uh, the first couple 5Ks I did a couple years ago, I can't do it with people. They piss me off.
2: Well, yeah, because you have to deal with those people for, like, basically a day. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I'm like, don't fucking talk to me. Don't try to have conversation. I can't even breathe right now. So leave me alone. And then I did the first 5K I ever did by myself was at the zoo. And I was nervous. I'm like, I've never done something like this by myself before. You know? Mm -hmm. I'm like, who do I talk to? What do I do? Like, do I just go run? And, like, how does this work? So my first 5K by myself, it was, like, eye-opening. Like, even though I wasn't running the entire time, I was just, like, kind of meditating the whole time. I was in my own thoughts. And, like, nobody could bother me. And it was great. And, I'm like, I kind of like that. And I'm not... Uh, I'm I'm not antisocial by any means, but like I need that silence, and uh, that's I guess that's what running brings me, or or walking, brisk walking, <laughs> brisk walking,
2: <laughs> a nice power walk, if you will.
0: Yeah, I mean I have to scope out my 5Ks because a lot of the finish lines close after an hour. Oh God! If you're doing if you're doing a 20 minute mile, that's you know barely there. For 5K. So you just <sighs> make not, sure. Not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to make sure you're at the finish line before the patrol car comes by and you get a DNF. Did not finish. And they scoop you up. They're like, sorry, you're too far. I holding back traffic.
2: That's, that's why my... you, du- you duck them.
0: Yeah, that's my <laughs> goal. My goal is to never be picked up. And I've, I mean, I've been close, I've seen them behind me. I see the cops <laughs> I see the cop a quarter mile behind me and like, fuck. This sucks. But you know, I haven't had a DNF before and I mean yeah. Running is fun sometimes.
2: I, I just need to get back into it. You keep saying these things and I don't believe you. <laughs> you can't sell me on running, I'm sorry.
0: It's Rachel all good. keeps I'm trying to
2: do it and I'm like, nah.
0: It's I don't know what it is. Like, like I said, like I didn't run in high school. I didn't run. I don't. I was on the soccer team, and I volunteered to be goalie because you did less running.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. (laughs) So, I was. uh, I fucking kicked ass at soccer too. I just didn't run. I was like, oh, the ball comes to me. I'll know what to do to it. (sighs) But what about you? How else has your workout been treating you?
2: Um. Not good, like I said, because I've been slacking. I need to get back into it because uh, I keep looking down and I'm like, my gut. No, I'm not my gut.
0: <laughs> um, I listen to some good podcasts uh, about working out. Sometimes motivates me. <laughs> I just listened to one that had John Cena on it. I'm just like, man, I want to get like John Cena.
2: He's oh. so he's so big. <clears throat> now, see, I've never wanted to be that in definition, John Cena is is too much. I I just want to be uh, thin. (laughs) That's really all I want.
0: See, like, with my body type, like, I'm a... Let's say I fucking snap my finger right now and all my fat disappeared. Mm -hmm. I would still be a husky fucking girl. (laughs) Like, I have a lot of muscle. Like, um... I I often meet other women my weight. Mm Mm-hmm. And what boggles my mind, and it's a mind fuck, because it really plays with you, especially when you have body issues and you're trying to lose weight, right? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'll meet people who are the same size as me, or even bigger, two to three sizes bigger than me, who weigh 40 to 50 pounds less than me. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't compute.
2: You know, and you're like, especially when I tell people like, "Hey, I I weighed like 240 pounds." Like, you don't look at. I'm like, thank you. It's because I'm six foot tall. Thank God.
0: (laughs) Right. So I'm five two. My highest weight ever, ever, was 315. And at 315, people are looking at me, guessing I'm 250, 240. You know, which is fine because nobody sees your scale. Nobody sees Mm -hmm. your number. But at the same time, to me, I see my number, and I'm looking at you going, why can't you fit in my pants when I weigh 65 pounds more than you? Yeah. And that's why, uh, I don't know if you've heard of, I think it's called like a Dex scanner. They also have AirPods, where instead of your BMI, they will actually figure out your actual numbers of your fat.
2: Oh, uh, where because, they actually find out exactly what your body, what your body fat index is, what your true body fat index is.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because, like I said, every person I meet, that's my weight. Mm-hmm. We it doesn't compute, and I know I'm more muscular. Like I don't have as much jiggle <laughs> as a lot of the people I. So, met. what you're trying to
2: say is you're solid. <laughs>
0: i I am solid. Like. I'm a Zarya. I'm a 5'2 <laughs> Zarya. And she, like, honestly, having a female video game character who is a weightlifter mm-hmm. with her body shape, like, Overwatch is super inclusive to me. And I love it. Like, Zarya rocks my world. And I don't want to be as big as her, but I do want to be muscular. Um, and when I lift weights, I lose weight. When I do cardio, I don't.
2: Cardio so... is—it's all about <laughs> cardio. Damn it, cardio will make you stay long, live longer. Let's be honest.
0: Yeah, so I do cardio, but you know, I do the minimum that you need You're supposed, to to be uh, healthy. Uh,
2: one of those. I'm sorry. Like as much as I am not a fan of running, I'm like I love cardio. You can get me on cardio any day of the week. Like lifting, See, I'm like, uh, I'm dying.
0: <laughs> well. Oh, have you ever done Orange Theory?
2: No, I have not.
0: Okay. Um, do, you know, do you know what Orange Theory is? Like, do you know I, how I it works? do not. Okay. But you've seen it. You know, the orange buildings, the orange yes. everything. Right. Okay. So th- it's really interesting and it's really fucking cool. If you're into this, it's, they strap a heart monitor on you. Okay.
2: I don't need them to see how badly my heart is beating when I'm just taking a <laughs> walk.
0: <laughs> so there's, so the reason it's called Orange Theory is there's different phases of your workout. When your heart rate is a certain amount, it's green, so it's like your your base rate, right? Mm-hmm. And then it, it's blue, and then whatever. When it gets to eighty four, eighty four beats a minute. I don't know something like that. I don't know. That's I don't know whatever. There's a number where you're in the orange zone. Essentially that's your fat burning zone.
1: Gotcha.
0: Essentially, if you get at least twelve minutes in this zone in that hour, you will be burning calories longer. Right. No, longer after the workout. Mm. So you'll be burning calories in the next twenty four to forty eight hours. Once you've hit that, you know, goal. So that's why a lot of there's like the hit workouts, right? The yeah. high intensity Interval training. That's essentially what this is. So they bring your heart rate back down and then they bring you back up to that orange zone. And that's an hour. And it mixes cardio and lifting. Okay. So if there's 20 people, the 10 people start in cardio room, 10 people start in the weight room. And then they switch depending on what the program is that day. So let's say you're not a runner, right? Mm -hmm. You get on the treadmill, and instead of running you are adjusting your incline every oh, time yeah, no, the no. trainer.
2: Yeah, right. you, 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 yeah, words. You increase <laughs> your uh, incline, you make sure you actually go for a faster walking pace.
0: Right. You're, well, you're there's, a, there's a trainer. It. Every class has a trainer. So the ah. trainer's telling you, all right, um, in the next two seconds, you're going to go up to this incline. If you're a walker, you're going to go up to this incline, you're going to do this, you're going to do this. But if you're a runner, it's like, all right, increase your speed by one mile. Increase your speed by two. So there's somebody telling you. It is it is a personal training group, if you could say that. Mm. And right. So every workout's different. And when you're in the weight room, you're lifting a heavy weight, your heart rate's still going up
2: oh, the yeah, same yeah. amount as the cardio. Yeah. I- I've done some weights and whatnot. I did the basics before when I was had a gym membership for a little while to go ahead and know, hey, at least get some tone there. I'm not a complete, like, oh, let me keep my chicken arms. No. I, I understand <laughs> that it's important. However, I don't want to get jacked. I just want to be toned. That is literally my goal in life.
0: Right. And it's like, it's fucking hard to get jacked, first off. Yes. So you're going to get, you're obviously going to get toned before you get jacked. So, like, you know know your body, you know where you need to stop. But, like, I want, and I was telling Jordan this, I'm like, I want Chun Li thighs. (laughs)
2: Like,
0: maybe not the most recent Chun Li. But
2: I was gonna say, like the gigantic, freaking ob- obscene, like,
0: <laughs> obscene like. thighs. But I'm clo- like my body type and how I'm losing weight and like the things that are working for me is lifting. And I'm just now uncovering that. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So actually, this past Thursday, no, this past Friday was my first time uh, doing. Like, Olympic squats, essentially. Like, Ooh. yeah, so doing, like, free weight squats, which was really fun. I did front squats. I did back squats. I sure mean, Jordan was with me. I had my lifting gloves. And I'm just like, this is badass. And I feel really <laughs> fucking strong. And my thighs are throbbing. And it was my leg day. Um, and I apparently I need to step it up because I didn't really feel that much the next day. Like, I did a whole, like, hour and a half of leg day on this program and I'm like, all right, well, I yeah,
2: guess if you I'll don't be... feel the, If you don't feel the burn, you're not doing it right.
0: <laughs> right. Because, like, I mean, my legs are already strong. Like I said, I'm mostly muscle. Like, I'm big because of a lot of my muscle,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know? So it's... Ugh, my arms are so damn weak. <laughs> like,
2: oh, yeah. <laughs> if, if, if anyone ever said, hey, do a pull-up, I guess I'm like, all right, I guess I'll die. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you're like, pull-up or die? Well, I'm not even going to try. But like, I had a good and, run. and it's funny it's like when Jordan and I are doing arm day I'm lowering the weight but when we're doing leg days I'm doubling his Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know and I'm like I mean I used to be 315 I can carry it I can push I, I could push that up you know so the more weight I lose the more I can carry and I don't know it's pretty it's kind of exciting it's like a it's a new venture for me for sure
2: just gotta keep it up
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Makes sense.
2: If you you don't, then, I mean, it just, it goes away. Because once you start working out, you know, hey, all it takes is one week off to fuck everything up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It took me the better part of a year to lose 60-something pounds. And then April, May, June, July, four months to gain, what, 65% of that back? Fucking (whistles) shit. Yeah, dude. I was killing it. I was killing it. And then I was like, wow, that donut looks really good.
2: Uh, I can't talk. I'm right there with you. Oh
0: <laughs> Dude, food is just so good. Food's been ingraining me. I mean, I used to be a cook. How can you?
2: <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I've been having to uh, step my food game up, or, or sorry, my cooking game up, only because um, recently Rachel had the uh, mispleasure of hearing that she has to uh, watch her thyroid for a little while because she got diagnosed Mm -hmm. with partial Hashimoto's and Mm -hmm. um so no more gluten woo boy (laughs) damn it yeah
0: oh that's so frustrating and like I, I think I feel like you and I have talked about this before but I have this unfortunate fortunate problem where they did all the blood tests on me, they checked my thyroid, they checked my sugar. Because, mm-hmm. you know, five two, three fifteen, like they're like, there's something fucking wrong with her. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big girl. And what did you do? They, <laughs> what happened? What'd you eat? And so like, you know, all these blood tests, this, is she close to getting diabetes? That's her sugar like,
2: you and know. Of course you checked and everything's fine.
0: <laughs> of course. So finger pricks for two weeks, my sugar is on the low to normal side. Um, the thyroid's fine, no high blood pressure, no high cholesterol. Like literally, things that skinny fat people have, I don't have. I'm fucking healthy.
2: Yeah, my but, cholesterol. Last I checked, they were like, hey, just like may- eat some more Cheerios, D- dumbass. Yeah, I'm like, oh, thanks. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but like, that's the thing. Um, that I feel like we've talked about this before, maybe. But uh, in the process of getting my degree in bioanthropology, there's this. Thing that scientists found called the thrifty genotype. Okay, it's essentially first generation Americans from parents that immigrated to America are just fat. Uh,
2: they're, yeah.
0: they're fat. They're yeah. um, nothing genetically is wrong. There's no health issues. They're just big because the thrifty genotype saying there's a past history. Where
2: we used to to have to struggle, but because of where you are and how you grew up, you didn't have to. Therefore, you will engorge. (laughs) Right.
0: There is an abundance of food. And just in case a famine happens, we are saving every fucking thing up.
2: I don't want that. I want it to be gone.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And it's crazy because... I don't want to be husky anymore. (laughs) (laughs) If I were to have children, the research that they've shown with first-generation immigrants or, you know, first-generation Americans mm-hmm. is that once they have children, totally normal, normal, bo- <sighs> like, total, no, totally normal body height, weight, whatever, and they did this study in um, Puerto Rican uh, first-generations, Asian first-generations, like, and, you know, I'm first-generation American, so if I were to have kids, they'd be totally, quote-unquote, normal, <sighs> and there's – I'm fortunate that there is nothing. I don't have any health issues. No, well, of course. It's unfortunate. My doctor's like, dude, you're just Sorry. big. I'm like,
2: fuck. <laughs> Sorry, you you uh, you lucked out.
0: <laughs> yeah, and my like my mom had this really funny joke that was sarcasm on like, oh, did they switch you with a Samoan baby? And am like, yes, mom, I'm fucking Samoan. I get it, I'm big, whatever. <laughs> but and it's like, well, you know if. People who don't know who I am, I'm Asian. You're not supposed to be, you know, three fifteen as an Asian girl. You're supposed to look like fucking (laughs) diva or a K-pop star or something. So,
2: where's your where's the rest of your body? Oh, you know, rail thin, rail thin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like I think okay, so in America, my t-shirt size depending on the brand can be like my running shirts are large, extra large. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So. If you're an average person who's, if you're five two and three hundred and fifteen pounds, you in America you'd probably be a two X three X. But like I said, I carry it so differently that like large shirts are fine. Yeah. But in the Philippines, oh god, I think I'm a five or six X. I
2: was just say, do they make the shirt in that regard? Because I know yeah, sometimes... I, like they
0: do, but it's like. I mean, they got people my size there. We're just not a lot of
2: us.
0: (laughs) I'm just very, quote unquote, healthy. That's what they call me. Like, oh, she's so healthy. (laughs) Oh, she's healthy. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm healthy. Give me more food.
2: I hate hate to do this, but uh, I take it you've watched Invader Zim at some point in your life.
0: A couple episodes. I can't really recall any episodes.
2: Okay, only reason I bring this up is there's one part where he goes ahead and basically starts eating human human organs, saying, more organs means more human. <laughs> 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 and he becomes, like, triple his size, and, of course, Dib is just looking at everybody going, do you not see him eating organs? And they're like, this boy is healthy. Look at him. He has five hearts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's ex- that's like, that's what it is, in a lot of parts of, especially in the Philippines, you know, it's, there's a lot of poverty there, it's a developing country, and if there's a big person, it's like, fuck, you're <laughs> healthy, I mean, healthy in your wallet, and healthy on your plate, because you can afford to get that much food, you know, Jesus. So, and, and that's, like, a legitimate, like, it's a compliment. Like, a lot of places, it's a compliment. Like, you're really healthy. Like, cool, thanks. <laughs> but what's, uh, what's ironic is that when I went to, the, last time I went to the Philippines, I could not catch up with how much those people eat. I could not. I could not. My jaw hurt. I'm like, we're eating too much, you guys. You're like, no, nah, just keep eating. I'm like, what the fuck?
2: How See, the are thing- you guys <laughs> so
0: small? <laughs> fuck.
2: Well, how many people owned cars? I have to ask that.
0: Oh, um, all my family did. They okay. had multiple cars. Well, they also um, had like
2: maids and shit. So, how many people walked in a lot of places?
0: I'm sure a lot of them did, but none of my family because <laughs> like they're they're pretty small too. Like,
2: all right, you're you're not helping my my case. I know, here. <laughs> I know. I'm
0: sorry, I'm but trying like... to help. <laughs> but like, it's just like and like and they had maids who made your foods. So like they didn't have to cook. You know, oh, Jesus. I w I'd I go downstairs and there's already food like on the plate and like oh this is awesome and um like one infamous day we're eating breakfast like all right let's hurry up we got to meet up with uncle whoever and whatever at this mall i'm like okay so we go to the mall i'm like are we literally here to eat were we rushing to finish breakfast to
2: get food to get more food
0: and then they're like yeah we have to meet up with you know these relatives we haven't seen in forever in a fucking day i'm like all right so then we're there, and then they're like, "Okay, we're saying our goodbyes." They're like, "Yeah, we have to, we have to go to this one place." I'm like, "All right, whatever."
2: Let me get some more food. Yeah, it was dinner. What? No, ah, it was it was a
0: it was a breakfast, and then they're like, "Oh, we gotta meet up with these people lunch," and they're like, "Oh, we gotta go," and it was dinner. And I, I messaged my brother. I was like bro, I can't keep up. <laughs> and he's like, you need a fucking tapeworm. I'm like, I sure do. <laughs> Everybody was killing it. I'm like, I don't know how you guys are doing a half rack of ribs at dinner right now. Ugh. I'm there like nursing a water like I can't.
2: Like I'd guzzle the water and then sit there and like eat maybe two ribs. I yeah.
0: <laughs> It was hard. It was so hard. And they're like, why isn't she eating? Is she um? Is she reducing? Okay, so that's I guess, like, their colloquial term for, like, on a diet. Like, oh, you're ju- like you're reducing how much you're eating, right? So you're reducing. No. So, and I was like, I <laughs> wish I could eat this. Like, you know, I have, like, meat sweats. I'm like, I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, eat more. I'm like, I want to. I'm like, don't make me cry. Stop rubbing it in my face when I can't. It's like,
2: hey, I'm getting the meat sweats. Wait, could you eat so much? No, because I'm looking at it. I need you to stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, the food there is so good. So all my like what eighty five percent of my pictures are food from the Philippines. Oh. so good, so cheap. All the beers a dollar less. Oh my god.
2: I I don't need that.
0: <laughs> the snacks are like equivalent to five to ten cents here, just like on the side of the road. Like oh, fuck.
2: Ah, it's too much food. I'm hungry. It's too much. <laughs> Yeah, I just finished eating actually before he called. <laughs> no, we, we ate and then I, I'm done right now. I'm so full, it hurts.
0: Wait, so you went to Tijuana Flats with Rachel? Yes. What did you order if you didn't get the burger tacos? I'm just saying.
2: Um, she gets steak tacos. I get um, either black and chicken uh, tacos or black and chicken burrito.
0: Okay. Like I'm living vicariously through people eating these limited edition foods right now because I'm like ah cheat meal. I get one cheat meal a week that like, I give myself. Um, oh no, it,
2: I've been there. I understand what you're talking about. Got yeah,
0: me. but I'm just like I'm listening to people eat like, and my weigh-ins are Tuesday afternoon. Ah, so it's like the day leading up to my weigh-in. I'm at work. Like fuck.
2: <laughs>
0: like oh, did I eat too much salt this week? You know, did I fucking eat too much of this? Did I do this right? Do I need to take a shit before I weigh in?
2: (laughs) That makes a difference. Oh, no, I'm not arguing because right now I'm thinking like, okay, I can start losing or at least cutting back more and getting better with food if I were just to cut down on carbs and, um, well, I already don't drink sodas half the time. Or oh, most of the time. I don't really drink soda at all unless it's one of those, like, hey, I really want just the taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But typically I'm like, okay, I don't drink sodas. It's usually water, tea, or anything else.
0: True. Cool. Yeah. and Like, I love me some Asian food, man. We I had sushi this past weekend.
2: I haven't had sushi in about, like, two months.
0: Oh my god. And I had miso soup to start off with so I could fill myself up first, right? Yeah. I'm like, give me... <laughs> some liquid, so the rice could fluff up inside me and trick my mind. I don't know.
2: I'm just... (sighs) Food is so good. (laughs) I can't live without it. it, Trust me. As much as I know that's my vice, I... If I could just not eat, I'd be better.
0: <laughs> and it's tough to, like, like I said, my weigh-ins are Tuesdays. And like, my, one of my favorite places to go on Mondays are all-you-can-eat wings. I, can't, I haven't done all-you-can-eat wings in over a year and a half because it's the day before my weigh-in.
2: I haven't done all-you-can-eat wings since last year uh, when we went to... Um, no, we were out in uh, Lake Mary for work. Okay. And they, had, and they had a they had a Gator's Dockside over there and we're like, let's go.
0: Yes, Gator's Dockside Monday nights. Oh fuck they oh, have PB oh they have and J wings.
2: I tried those. Those were actually pretty good. I yeah, they that. are.
0: They're damn good. Fuck them for being delicious. <sighs> if I had like food poisoning or something, like one of those trips, I'd be like, nah, I'm cool. I don't I'm not missing anything. But I'm like, man,
2: Monday night wings. That's why anytime I get to work, um, when I don't have a class, I can kind of work midday shifts. It's kind of nice. But I want to get off early enough to go Monday because I'm right up the road from it because I work in Tampa. And right up the road is USF, which has a Gator Stock side.
0: Right. And that's the one I used to go to. (sighs) I know. Now I'm all like, hey, Subway, put more vegetables
2: Please add spinach, please. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> yeah.
0: Banana peppers, spinach, and cucumbers, and
2: hold on. Yep.
0: Um. So, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I'm actually doing Weight Watchers, and uh, oh, uh, Weight Watchers is kind of cool. I mean, the new program, by okay. the way. It's most. It's like paleo. Oh. Yeah. So I thought about
2: doing keto a little bit. Actually,
0: I like the idea of keto but 90 percent of the people who are doing keto aren't doing it correctly
2: well no shit because you're supposed to not like you're supposed to cut out carbs completely which understandable but then what you substitute with you're supposed to eat only your your caloric intake that you're supposed to yeah and then you're fine
0: yeah i was actually like reading a medical journal on it and it's like, yeah, you could get into ketosis if you do this, this, and this. But even for athletes, it's hard for them to get into ketosis. So I can't imagine Miss Smith from whoever the fuck, you know, doing it for two days. Like, I'm in ketosis. Like, all right.
2: I I've done really well for myself today.
0: <laughs> I've lost five pounds. Yeah, because you shat it all out. And
2: <sighs> Tomorrow when you look at a piece of bread, you'll gain 10 back. It's okay. Exactly, <laughs>
0: And so... I like the idea of it. It's just, I don't like all the speed. I know yeah, the speed is gained the past couple of months year, I guess.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, way watchers is whatever way watchers is a good guideline to me because, uh, their new program, uh, there's a list of foods that you can just have as much of as you want as long until you feel content. Oh. And that's, that's a pro. Yeah. That includes all vegetables, all fruit. I know fruit, sugar, whatever. All vegetables, fruit, beans, um, seafood. Seafood's absolutely no points because if, if, you know, if you know, Weight Watchers works on a point system. Yeah. Essentially, the only foods that have points are now only processed foods. Oh. Yeah. So I made cauliflower rice and 99% ground turkey. That's zero points. Eggs, zero. Chicken mm. breast, chicken breast zero chicken thighs there's definitely you know points on that there's like certain things that do have points certain things that don't but you could literally have a zero point day huh? and that's really if you're having a zero point day you're eating paleo it's all paleo foods nice yeah it's so it's pretty interesting and uh dj khaled (sighs) is an
2: is an ambassador.
0: I know. I wanted to mention him first so I could get him out of the way, but uh, after his heart attack you are de- Kev- you
2: de- you de- delegitimize <laughs> the whole conversation right there.
0: No, but see I'm gonna get it back. I'm gonna get it back. After his heart attack, uh Weight Watchers is the immediate program that Kevin Smith went on. Oh ah, yeah. So all the weight that Kevin Smith has lost, like after his heart attack, is Weight Watchers.
2: Well he also went uh, vegan as well for with his daughter,
0: yeah. yeah. It's like he looks crazy small, yeah. But, um,
2: that is that's a too drastic of a change for me,
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, veganism, like Jordan was talking about being vegan. I'm like, bro,
2: I'll try vegetarianism every other like month. And See, I, I I mean, like, when I say try, I mean, like, okay, cool. This week, this <laughs> week, we'll do no meat, but next week, I'm having a steak with butter on
0: it, <laughs> right? So I mean, and I'm all about being, like, a pescetarian not seafood, right? And, yeah. you know, I understand, like, eggs are weird. Eggs are – eggs creepy the fuck out from grocery stores because they're all white and they're the same size.
2: We had like, eggs earlier today. I can't really comment on this.
0: <laughs> well, see, I, I just had eggs before he called, but I also have my own chickens.
2: See, so, um, yeah. And, and funny it's funny enough because, like, Rachel grew up. She's like, oh, I had chickens and everything. I'm like – I don't need all this conversation just um, let me eat my food
0: <laughs> yeah so like every egg is like a different size or different colors and it's like
2: like now
0: going to grocery stores I'm like this is weird um,
2: they take all the best eggs and you put them in that one thing you have to match <laughs> them size by size
0: yeah they have exactly
2: a it's a job you see it, it pays $5 yeah. an hour the guy stands
0: there weighs uh, the yeah, egg yeah. looks at the egg <laughs> you saw a glimpse of it in Napoleon Dynamite I mean, exactly but it's uh so Weight Watchers point wise right and um oh I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons and this past Thursday on D&D night I came in with a fucking Miller's Ale House 12 pound steak and I was just, oh I was eating my baked potato no butter no sour cream not cut in half I was literally mm. just holding the potato I was holding the potato in my right hand, and holding the steak in my left, because like give you plastic knives if it's to go. Like, what the fuck? What?
2: Makes no sense.
0: Yeah, so I'm holding a steak in my left hand, a potato in my right hand. I was just going to town. And I'm like, you guys can wait to start this campaign, because I'm fucking... <laughs> this is ten <laughs> points of glory. <laughs> so, I mean, as long as I save my points, I lose. Lift weights. Watch my... I... Weight Watchers to me is baby macros. Right? yeah, there's like your nutritional information that like, oh, all these numbers turn into ten points. like all right, cool. <laughs> so you my... you, did,
2: you didn't eat over your points, you're fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, again. And then there's even like a weekly buffer. Huh. <laughs> so if you want to go ham one day, you could still be within your week. And when you if you have like a Fitbit or whatever attached to your Weight Watcher app, it adds points back in.
2: Oh, yeah, because obviously if you're walking, you're you're yeah. still exercising in that regard. If
0: I do a freaking workout of the day in CrossFit, yeah, I got, like, fucking a good amount back.
2: Yeah. Which, like, need I to, don't even you know you, ever... need, you need to lift those tires.
0: <laughs> exactly. I don't need to dip into them. <laughs> well, you know, I used to work in a CrossFit slash MMA gym.
2: Oh, um, are you into UFC? Um. So... Sort of? It's been a while.
0: Oh. So um, I recently got into Muay Thai. Okay. And when I was in Denver, I got to go to Dwayne Ludwig's camp. I don't know if you know who that
2: is. That name rings a bell?
0: He is the coach of TJ, uh, TJ Dillashaw, who's like a champ, champ right now,
2: um, ah. title,
0: title holder. <laughs> and have you heard of Boss Ruten? I mean, that's a cool name.
2: Again, that name sounds familiar, but...
0: Well, like he's just like badass. He's from Holland. Like, fucking fighter. Like, Hmm. kickboxer. Did Pride. um, Did Glory. Did a bunch of like badass fights. He's known for street fights. If you look at him as a Wikipedia, Google his face. He looks super intimidating. And I got to train with him and Dwayne Ludwig when I was in Colorado for kickboxing. Or Muay Thai, really. I, dope. I know. <laughs> I'm I'm a big girl who moves, man.
2: <laughs> Running I, in
0: Muay Thai, who am I?
2: I oh, so, uh, 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 no, you stop that. Stop that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I do hate to cut you off. It's all good, but um I've been trying to not keep these too long, so I have to ask also, hopefully I can come have you come back on eventually because I'm hoping anybody would come back on this.
0: <laughs> True. I mean, all I do is play video games Sunday nights, so.
2: Okay. We'll, we'll keep in touch on that then.
0: Yeah, for <laughs> sure. No, I'd love to be back on. I mean, I feel like I talked your ear off. I could interview you next time. You know, it'll be great.
2: Oh, no, it's fine. Look, <laughs> the, like I told a few people, they're like, well, what are you, like, what you asked? They're like, hey, so what do we talk about? I'm like, literally. I'm going with whatever the wind blows with this time around. Because last time I did all this stuff, it worked, but I know it got out of hand. So let's just, one show could be flat out just back and forth interview. One show could be the guest talking. One person could do anything. So, woo.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know you told me to have a couple topics in my head. I didn't <laughs> do that.
2: You had one. You had, you yeah. had two. Yes, she had two. I'll give you that. I don't
0: know. I just talked at you for a while.
2: <laughs> Look, I'm pretty sure as much as I was entertained, other folks will also be entertained. So
0: maybe. maybe.
2: <laughs> I, I, I should have said this at the beginning, but I want to thank the person um, from the United Kingdom and S- Sweden. I actually had two international, sorry, three international listeners last for What? Last already. On a new show, I was like, "Okay, cool." Yes.
0: I hope they listen to the whole thing, and that just like started it.
2: I hope so too, because if they only listen to the beginning, I'll be like, "All right, well, yeah, uh, better luck right. next time."
0: <laughs> All right, well, let's get let's get some Filipino listeners up in here, maybe.
2: Well, you uh, you said you have connections.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, we'll see. That's cool. Hi, international listeners. That's pretty cool. You get to hear my voice from like a million miles away. Um, <laughs> I mean, kilometers away, you know,
2: metric. (laughs) Yeah, because everyone else in the rest of this world. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But do you want to plug anything before we hop off or anything like that?
0: I mean, I don't really have anything to plug. I'm pretty boring right now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm, you know, if I end up gaming more, I'll plug my gamer tag. And I mean, I still have my Steam, Um, but not at the current moment i'm working on things actually so i probably will maybe we could talk about D and all that fun stuff next time
2: yeah i i'm still as much as i'm so as much as i'm like yeah i gotta do all this stuff i have a kingdom death monster set that i'm still putting together so i can actually play those campaigns <laughs> i'm so far behind in putting those together like i started like i have the initial like almost the whole initial set of figures put together but i have to do it by hand and there's tiny pieces in that box
0: oh man see i really want to get into fi- like mini fig painting but uh, well, hey, what, look, the more i, I, I dug <laughs> into it the more scared i got i'm like this is a thing this is yeah. a this is a lifestyle
2: i put the figs together and i'm like and someone's like aren't you gonna paint them I'm like no i'm not <laughs> i refuse <laughs> like,
0: Uh, See, there's so many things I want to talk to you about, but I know we're running out of time. So maybe I'll just like jot them down for next time.
2: Yes, next time. D
0: and D minifigs, (sighs) free. You know you can 3D print those, and there's a free 3D printer at the library. I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, wait, really? See, that's what I want to talk about, but (laughs) I guess we'll have to wait.
2: (laughs) All right, fine so you can find me like i said before at zero siphon for twitter and so i'm going to hopefully start using that a little bit more because i haven't but you can find the podcast in its entirety on uh, well wherever you find podcasts now i can just say that wherever you find podcasts go search fresh clean New. it's there um yeah till next time um, i'm sturgis and this was my friend capella hey hey um, good night everybody have a
0: good night
2: going
0: it's going is there like a mute button on here in case I have to like burp or something
2: um there's
0: not
2: yeah this I mean this app works really well but at the same time they're missing some things that I'm like okay I'm used to being able to like mute and all the <laughs> garbage but excuse me <laughs>